Welcome to week 22 of Gain and Retain University. And today we're going to talk about a super powerful strategy for building your business, connecting with your community in person. We've been talking all about this topic. And today we're going to get into some juicy details that go into specific ways that you can create opportunities to connect with people in person because sometimes they don't exist, right? Sometimes you're looking for opportunities and they aren't there or the right ones aren't there or it's not the right timing. And sometimes you need to create them yourself. And yes, this is an extra layer of work for you as a human being, as a business owner, but it is 100% worth it because you have the opportunity to build community and build connections with people on your own terms and in your own way. And that will in turn make your life richer just as a person and also make your business life richer. So buckle up, write these down because, you know, I'm going to give you homework at the end to execute on some of these ideas. So number one, host a local workshop or seminar. You can share your expertise and provide value to your community by organizing a workshop or a seminar on a topic related to your business. Now, this could be a DIY craft workshop if you're somebody who is a maker who creates things. This could be a social media marketing seminar. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be an expert in this field, right? This could be, hey, this has worked for me and I want to share it with other small business owners. It could be a cooking class. If you own a company that sells spices, maybe you teach a cooking class. Maybe you partner up with a chef who helps you teach that cooking class if you're not super confident. This is a fantastic opportunity to showcase your skills, establish yourself as an expert, and connect with potential customers face-to-face. And one thing that I hear people say when I talk about this idea sometimes is, well, why would I teach people to make the product that I make? Well, there's a couple of reasons, but the main reason is to meet them in person. Because at the end of the day, if somebody comes to your candle pouring workshop, are they going to go out and buy the supplies and pour their own candles at home? Probably not. Are they gonna come to your workshop, make a candle one time, love it, love you, get to know you, get to understand who you are as a business owner and as a person, and then be loyal to you and wanna come back to you to purchase again? Yes, right? Most people are not going to pick up the hobby and start their own business or do it on the regular for themselves. Some people might, and that's a risk, and that's okay. But for the most part, what is happening here is you are building friendships, you're building connections, you're building loyalty with this person who's coming to your workshop or seminar. Number two, is to collaborate with other local businesses. Now, I know you've probably thought about this before, you've probably done it before, but I wanna remind you how powerful this can be if it is done correctly. I want you to join forces with complementary businesses in your area to create some exciting collaborations. Complementary being the key word. This needs to be a business that has similar uh, audience to you, that has similar ideal client, that has similar customer service, somebody who is a good match for you and your customers and your business. 
For example, a fitness studio might partner with a healthy meal delivery service to offer a wellness package. By collaborating, you not only expand your reach, but also tap into their customer base and show your support for the local business community. Now, it's great for you to support this other business that you are collaborating with. That is important. But I want you to remember that the point of collaborating is to build community, build connections, so you can in turn grow your own business. So keep that at the forefront of your mind when you're thinking about who you're going to collaborate with, because if you are always collaborating with businesses that are way smaller than you or who are brand new to business, then they are always going to benefit way more than you do. And while those are great things to do for other people, if that's important to you, you also need to prioritize growth inside of your own business. Number three is to sponsor or participate in local events. You can show up and make a splash at community events like festivals, charity fundraisers, or local markets. Now we've talked about markets before, and we're going to talk about it, continue to talk about those more, but I want for this particular idea, I want you to focus on other events that you could participate in. Maybe it's a relay for life, right? Or something similar. Maybe you have a booth there. Maybe you sponsor a runner. Maybe you sponsor a local sports team. Maybe you sponsor a choir or a band or a theater group. There's so many opportunities for sponsorship. And this is going to give you the ability to get in front of people. This is going to be super, super helpful for you as long as you choose wisely, right? This goes back to making sure that you're collaborating with the right organizations, because obviously when you're participating in local events or sponsoring local groups, you're doing it because it's important to you and because you want to support these people, but you also are doing it to grow your business. So you need to think about, okay, if I'm sponsoring a local softball team, are the parents of the kids on the softball team, are a lot of them my ideal client? If the answer is yes, then great. Move forward in a growth mindset, right? If you don't care about growing your business when you're sponsoring people, then that's fine. (laughs) You can make that decision, right? But if you do care about it, then you need to think about these things. If they're not your ideal client, then you need to pull back and think about where else could I go? right? There are local here where I live, gymnastics uh, gyms, where you can pay to have a banner up in the gym all year long. There are football teams where you can pay to have your banner up on in their stadium or to sponsor uh, having their concessions open or to sponsor being inside of their um you know, their program for the season. So there's a lot of opportunities for you to show up in the forefront of people's minds. So what you really need to do is sit down and think about what are the local events or sports teams or other groups that come to mind for you? What kind of events do you attend? And then figure out other ways to get connected with them in a sponsorship way where you can provide support for them and they can in turn advertise for you. These are really great 
as well, because typically the entry point for sponsorship opportunities like this is much lower, right? If you're going to go and put your business on a billboard, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars. If you're going to sponsor a, you know, soccer team, that might cost you 300 to $500, right? Depending on where you're at and what the team looks like. So you have opportunity to get in front of people. It's just a matter of taking advantage of it. Number four is to volunteer for a cause close to your heart. Get involved with local charities or nonprofit organizations whose missions align with your values. This is very important. Again, we want alignment so that you can do the best job possible in supporting the organization, but also building community that makes sense inside of your business, okay? So sometimes we have to compartmentalize these things, right? Sometimes you will go and volunteer for an organization and it has nothing to do with your business and that's totally fine. But other times you might be volunteering on behalf of your business. And so you have to think about, does the values of this organization line up with the values of my organization and does the audience that they are getting in front of line up with my audience. Because even volunteer organizations have an ideal client. They have an audience. They might not be for profit, but they still need financial backing in order to operate. And so they have an ideal client that they are getting in front of. And you have to think about, is this person super similar to who my ideal client is? When you're doing these things, not only will you be making a positive impact, but you'll also be connecting with like-minded individuals who share your passion. This can lead to meaningful relationships and potential customers who appreciate your commitment to social responsibility. Now, there's great ways to partner with organizations if you want to give a portion of your proceeds or you want to do a special limited edition uh, promotions. With my uh, product-based business, that's what I do. We partner with a different animal rescue every single month. Um, that is a lot of work and I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. I would pare it down to, if you want to change organizations, I would only change once a quarter. Once a month is a lot, but you can choose the people that you want to work with. You can choose who gets your help and then you can make sure that it's a partnership and that will take a little time to figure that out and to build that relationship. But once you create a partnership, then they will be happy to talk about your organization because you are doing good for them and vice versa. Number five is to host a networking event. I think this is probably the most intimidating one, especially if you are somebody who is not super extroverted. You can gather fellow business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals in your area for a networking event. You can create a fun and relaxed environment where people can connect, exchange ideas, and potentially collaborate. Now, I want to talk about this because I love networking events. I think they're super fun. I think there is so much value to be had, and there's so much community to be built, and so many friendships to be made, and I love it. Now, when I was living in Washington, I had created a networking group, and I was just kind of getting it really off the ground when we decided to move. So, so that kind of changed my plans and the trajectory of that group. So I moved to Texas and we've been here uh, about a month and a half and I was looking around for a networking group close to me 
And unfortunately, there isn't one or and or I just have not found it, right? And so even though I've only been here six weeks, I am starting my own. And we're meeting at a brewery on Tuesday. And it's not costing me any money. I just reserved a table at the brewery and maybe people will come and maybe they won't. But that is the chance that I'm going to take because community in connection and support that is local is really, really important to me. And that's what I am aiming to build. And so you can do that too. There are tons of groups all over the country that can support you. And we talked about this last week as well about networking, but you can also do it yourself. You can do something small where you're just inviting people that you've actually met in person and you can invite them to your house if you want. I've been to events like that where it's just, you know, hand-picked group of seven or eight people and you get together and hang out. I've been to networking events where it's huge and it's tons of people. It's all about what you think is going to work best But the advantage of hosting your own is that you get to create the environment. You get to be in control of what's happening. You get to decide who's invited, where the event is, what you guys are going to do, and what kind of vibe you really want to create. And that is a joy and a privilege. And you can really create something special that is going to support you as a human being emotionally and also support you as a business owner. And also support other people, which is rad as well. So there you have it. That's five powerful ways to connect with your community in person. These are all actionable things that you can go and do this week, right? They're not going to cost you a ton of money unless you're doing something big with, you know, sponsorship. But for the most part, it's not going to be an expensive thing. And you can go and do these things. So What I want you to do is I want you to go back to your list, hopefully you wrote these down, of the five ways that you could connect with your community. Hosting a local workshop or seminar, collaborating with other local businesses, sponsoring or participating in local events, volunteering for a cause close to your heart, or hosting a networking event. And I want you to pick three that in the next six months you could execute on. I don't want to rush you. I don't want to make you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to get all these done right now. Now pick three. Pick three that you think sound cool and then do a little brainstorming around them and shoot me a message on Instagram at jessica.guzikowski and we can chat through it, talk about it. Which ones are calling you? Which ones are pulling with you? Which ones feel fun and light and interesting or maybe a little challenging? That's okay too. And then let's talk about it. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you endlessly. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll see you right back here next Friday.